You are now listening to the Curtis King Podcast. Welcome to the Curtis King Podcast. The third take of the Curtis King Podcast only tonight. Yes, I am saying tonight because I am reporting now from... Saturday, July 31st, after a long and grueling 48 hours, particularly uh, the first 24 of them, but even the last, uh, these last hours, the last, this day has been shitty. One thing after another, one thing after another. But I feel like in the spirit of optimistic Curtis King, it's going to lead to a really great podcast or at least a topic that I feel can be very helpful to many of you, whether you're a music producer or whether you're just in a place where it seems like soon as you put out one fire, another one pops up where it feels like you have just been getting your ass kicked, right? You get a little relief for a little second, but then the next round of ass kicking is just more intense than the one before. Not to go into too many details and to turn this into a diary, (laughs) but yesterday or last night, um, was in the ER for about six hours with my wife and my son, uh, because my son has been, sick almost every day after he started daycare and uh he hit a 102.7 fever that got really really scary for us and um prompted us to not only keep him out of daycare of course for a second but to take him to the hospital finally right all knowing that you know the things that are out there with covid and now the delta variant and everything else with that we, we decided it was time. So we take him to the ER. And uh, that was, needless to say, a very eventful six and a half hours. That uh, you get more details about it in my vlog when it drops next Saturday. I want to get rid of this watch right now because my whole body just has had enough. But. Uh, after that six and a half hours of some very eventful events that had nothing to do with the reason that Nas was there, uh, we found out that, thank God, he didn't have COVID. He um, ended up having something that was, you know, scary in its own right, uh, in pneumonia. And so he got treated for that, brought his fever down, got prescribed some antibiotics and, you know, moved on. And hopefully was going to move it all out of his system very soon. And he can get back to being the normal, cheery, bubbly, not so verbal because he's a speech delayed, but, you know, our, our, our Nazi. So uh, that's went to bed about midnight and my new bedtime since he started daycare has been around 10 ish. So, you know, it was pretty damn draining to say the least, but either way. Went through it, made some bad food decisions at night (laughs) and eventually 
got to my bed and crashed out. Woke up the next morning and it was actually the launch of two new plugins that we dropped over here at Slap Experts or Curtis King plugins uh, called After Maj and Mighty Duck. Been working on that for probably about four or five months now. And they're finally here. But just like any launch day, things are going to go wrong. And I don't know if, you know what I'm saying, Mercury retrograde, I don't know what it is, but everything that had to do with technology today simply failed me, <laughs> including parts of the plugins that were not not going the way they were supposed to. My computer wasn't working the way that it was supposed to. It was a lot of things that were just very odd. It almost became comical at some point in time. I wasn't laughing, but it almost became comical of all the things that went crazy to the point where I could not even stay at the gym because I forgot the very technology that I like to have, namely my Apple watch and, and my phone and my headphones to help guide me through these workouts and to document as I go through these workouts. Didn't have any of that. Had a body full of uh, uh, pre-workout and could not stay there at that gym because it, when you got your headphones off, the gym is a very different experience. You got to listen to their music. You got to listen to these folks who are in groups, workout groups who are yelling at the top of their lungs. And it's, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, these are, don't sound like that big of a deal, but I'm trying to stay focused. And I usually have my headphones. My music is curated to keep me pump, pumping through it. I got the pre-workout and I just say, you know what? No. Maybe I still had a little bit of the funk of last night on me, but I said, no, 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 no. Like the lady didn't get out. No, 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 no. I hear this lady had a shrieking voice and she's like, oh my God, you joined us. I can't believe that you're here. And I just don't know why it irritated me so much. Whatever frequency she was in was like a dog whistle for a human being like myself. So I decided to just go home, just go home and work out. Now, I'm telling you all of this because it helps to explain my laid back demeanor. Now. It helps to explain. Where my mind is at when I name a podcast episode, what would you do if you if you if you could live your life? A second time, what if you were given a second chance on life? How would you live it? When you see that, I think most people would say, you know, well, what do you mean a second chance? I got this life right now. What are you talking about? But it's events like today and the day before where I get in that space where I feel like no matter how much I put out fires and things that were unexpected. In, better example, it feels like no matter how many holes I plug in a boat that I'm this, this, this proverbial boat, no matter how many holes I plug. There's more holes that are popping up all around this boat or this this, uh, you know, this raft or this whatever you want to call it. It feels like no matter how many holes that I cover, I don't have enough legs and arms and toes to close all of these holes that are popping up in this boat. And that's exactly what it felt like this morning. It was there's there is so much going on, most of which you don't give a damn about and most of which. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I need to work my way through it, but 
all of these things that have happened today and the day before, I think have molded me into a certain demeanor that it was going to require for me to deliver this message that I have for you. Every time that I get into a place where I feel like this, I'm reminded of something that I penned in one of my journal entries when I was going through probably one of the darkest spells of my life. How would you live your life or what would you do differently if you were given a second chance on life? I don't know if it was a dream. I kind of feel like it was a dream that concocted this imaginary scenario, but I want you to go down this journey with me to understand what this topic is truly about. I want you to imagine, and maybe you're already currently here, but you found your purpose in life. Or you finally are gaining momentum towards the very thing you've been working for your entire career. Whatever it is, maybe you found the woman or the man of your dreams and you finally feel like, damn, all of those crazy relationships. This one is, is this is it. This is it's now it makes sense why I went through all of that. And just when things are connecting. Your life is taken from you. Almost like the movie Soul, right? Not to give away too much of the plot, but your, your life is taken away from you. And you are given an opportunity as you meet your maker to ask the question, why did you take me now? Things were going so well. I was right there. Could you please find it in your heart to give me a second chance? Could you please? I promise I will never take another day or second or hour for granted. I promise you. Just give me a second chance. I'll go leaving two times harder than I did before. Just give me a second chance, please. That imaginary scenario inspires a lot of thoughts, right? Because in that journal entry I wrote, you're given that second chance. How do you live life differently now? How do you view life? Through what lens do you view life? What do you see that you did not see before? What do you pay attention to that you did not pay attention to before? What do you appreciate that you were so busy just doing the things that your peers doing that? This really does sound like the plot to soul now. <laughs> what would you do if you, what would you do with the time that you had before that you absolutely took for granted? And when I think about that and what I would change, there's a lot of things that I would change, not necessarily physically, but more so mentally. I think the first part of that for me is a better appreciation for right now and what I have currently right now. We've heard many forms of that, of staying in the moment and all that stuff, but in this context, it carries a different weight when you're thinking about something that you took for granted being taken from you, like your life. So when I think about all the things that I was stressed out about today, all the things that were going absolutely wrong. 
the thought that I have the opportunity to even complain about that is only one that I think I would think of had I took myself back through this imaginary scenario where my maker gives me another opportunity to live this life. I feel like in living this second chance, right, which you can activate in yourself any day of your life, in living this second chance, I feel like it makes you look at things in a, in a more general and broad sense and not so obsessive with the minuscule details of life, right? We get so wrapped up in why did this person say this thing about this thing that I did or da 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 and we get so needle point into the details that we can't even sit back and say, you've seen this happen before. Somebody that doesn't like what you do or doesn't like you, you know exactly what this is. It has nothing to do with you. It's never personal. It's actually about them. And while most humans may want to clap back or, you know, may just feel insecure. You've been given a second chance. Now, with that second chance, what kind of calmness would you have about your demeanor? What kind of power would you feel? When you're like pure, you're like poor human being. Poor human being. I have empathy for you. I actually feel for you because I know you're hurting. But what you don't know is that I'm living this life with an urgency, with a fire, with an awareness, as if I was given a second chance. I challenge you to take yourself through this. I challenge you to, to the best of your imagination, picture that scenario in which everyone that ever meant something to you, you no longer had access to, in which the thing that you're working on, you could not work on anymore. It's actually reminded me of an assignment that I had for my Curtis King University students in which I made them write their own eulogy. And when they started to see all the holes that occurred or the holes of you know, how complete they thought their career was or how complete they felt like their life was. They felt almost an emptiness and incompleteness. But they had something to do about it because they were still alive. So reading it out loud made them say, damn, this cannot be my legacy. And it won't be my legacy as long as I still have air in my lungs and I can still breathe and walk around and do the things I got to do, move around and do all the things I got to do. Right. Live your life as if you are given a second chance. When I think about all of the freakish. Things that happened today and yesterday, you know, dealing with human beings and technology and just all the things that just have utterly frustrated me. Even this podcast, I had I have started and stopped this episode now three times. Right. Be it interruptions, be it technical. It's just I know what's going on. It's comical at this point. It is now me watching myself outside myself conduct business. And I'm just enjoying the show now. It reminds me of there was an enemy. I don't know his name. There's an enemy on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? The old school cartoon version that was a brain. Let me see if I can find the name of that. I got to find a name for the context of it. 
let me see brain enemy and let's put in uh teenage mutant ninja i'm gonna figure out the guy's name krang so for those who don't know <laughs> in the teenage mutant ninja turtles franchise krang is an evil supervillain in the form of a gelatinous tentacled brain Deprived of a body, he achieves mobility through the use of an android body or other device. Look at this. Hope you can make that out. But basically, he is a brain that controls this big body with a joystick. Okay? As crazy as that sounds. As utterly psychotic as that sounds, I like to believe that I'm that brain. Whether you view that brain to be consciousness, whether you view that brain to be your mind, whatever you want to dictate that as, I like to sometimes, with that mindset of living your life like you have a second chance, take myself out of the ridiculousness of this cartoon of life. Right? When 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 you deal with issues that are back to back to back that are like you know what i'm saying it's like it's like <laughs> i was looking for my apple watch this morning and looking on my phone to see where it might have been and find you know the the find my iphone situation and it told me that it was in a trash can based upon its last perimeters or its last uh uh uh, uh, uh location locator whatever it said it was in a trash can. So I go outside, it's 90 degrees, and the trash is hot. It's hot garbage smells a little bit different. It hits a little bit different. Why would it be in a trash? Because my son got this habit of throwing everything in the trash. He's, you know, I'm proud of him. He's finally listening. He's a little bit speech delayed, so it makes things a lot challenging. But he's, he's understanding when we say, hey, throw that in the trash. He figures that out, puts it in the trash. Cool. Now he's throwing things in the trash that don't need to be in the trash, like silverware. Like my watch he's thrown away before. And so I was convinced he threw this away again. My fault. I should have put it on the charger and left it alone or took, you know, took it back or whatever. Get the trash and I'm going through the trash and I'm digging through old shrimp. I'm digging through old mayo and Starbucks cups and mayonnaise and all of this. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like in that visual that I just gave you. Imagine imagine us watching that movie and how funny that scene would be me looking through the trash cans of every trash can in my house. How funny would that be if me and you were eating popcorn and watching this, right? Come upstairs. I'm looking everywhere twice. It's not there. <laughs> I turn the couch upside down. It's not there. Why you turn the couch upside down? It wasn't there. My couch eats up stuff. If we were watching that, we'd be cracking up. Right? We would almost be able to predict that it's probably in a very obvious place just by watching that. Because we're detached from that human being's experience. Funny thing is, the climax of that scene was me finding my watch in my jean pocket from the night before in the emergency room. 
digging through trash for no reason. But that's the cartoon of life. I say this to say we have the ability to do that anytime we want. We have the ability and it's 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 interesting because anybody who knows anything about NLP, neuro linguistic programming, when folks who are educated in NLP attempt to hypnotize you with words or visualizations, one way that they help you to detach from an embarrassing situation emotionally a very embarrassing and oh my god I can't get it out of my head it keeps replaying one thing they have you do it's like a few different steps and everybody has a different technique but generally they'll have you say you had a very embarrassing situation in which you slipped in the middle of the grocery store and uh, it was your own doing because you spilled something whatever you embarrassed yourself you slipped and you did it in front of like this cute girl all right all right that's what happened okay that's the story you slipped and you tried to get back up and then you slipped again. What they do in NLP and neuro linguistic programming is they'll basically have you close your eyes and imagine that scene. You slip in two times, but sped up like 2x or 4x, right? That's the first thing they'll have you see. Then the next step of that is they'll have you now play it fast forward, but remove the color from it in your mind, visualizing it. Remove the color. Then they'll have you take this black and white, you know, uh, 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 sped up video in your mind this visualization and then make everybody's voice as high pitch and cartoony as possible. Oh, my gosh, you fell. Are you OK? Are you OK? Oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. They have you do that right. As part of a meditation, then the next step of that, they would have you put this whole image this visualization on a television and then shrink it down. Until it became more and more tiny, more and more tiny in your brain. So tiny that it just disappears. That sounds crazy if you've never heard anything like that before, but it works. In so many of our situations in life, when we replay them, we replay them in 4K. And that's why it stings as much as or even more than when it actually happened. The pain in our lives, we play them in 4K. We play them in high definition surround sound. We make the laughs heavier than what they were. We make the the laughing faces more wide than what they actually were. We make it more people that saw us in that embarrassing moment than it actually was. And I don't think any of that exists if you begin to live your life like you were given a second chance and not even just your life. Just live today like that. If you are having a shitty day. Come back to this podcast because I'm at the end of a shitty day and I know what you're going through. I don't know the exact details, but I know what it feels like human to human, my fellow human being. I know what it feels like. I'm at the end of a shitty day, but you know what? I was given the opportunity to eat shit today. I'm alive, right? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, this is this. I'm not trying to flip this into a positive. Everything about today was absolutely stupid. I shouldn't say everything. A lot of it was very, very unnecessarily stupid. And ridiculous. 
But looking at the comedy of the day, looking at it outside of myself and being able to just kind of peep it from a distance. It's funny as fuck. Me digging through the trash, me being in the gym. That story I tell you about the shrieking voice that probably made you laugh because it's comical. These are the kind of things I think you would miss if you died. These are the things I think that wouldn't be as annoying if you were no longer here. These are the type of things that we take for granted as signs that we are alive. Pain itself, as much as it sucks, as much as it does a number on us physically and mentally, is a sign that you feel something. It is a sign that you are alive. It is a sign that you have been given a second chance. So, my friends, I challenge you. Live this life as if you were given a second chance. See what that does to your thinking. Journal it. Write it down. Do whatever you must do. But try if you are dealing with a very, very ridiculous, almost cartoon, borderline comical day try to operate from the brain that you have been given a second chance at life to not take it so serious to focus on the things that actually matter to look at the glass from a different vantage point to appreciate things that for a split second weren't there anymore Because when you begin to fall in love with the dirt of the moment, life becomes gold. Because everything that's not the dirt removes itself from your expectations and becomes an abundance. It becomes a blessing because you didn't go in here expecting it. What was I expecting today for things to be perfect? It's never perfect. What was I expecting for things to just be normal? Well, normal is boring. Normal sometimes can be frustrating as well. Sometimes the monotonous of it can make you miss a little variation. Well, I had a extreme version of variation today. But I was given the opportunity to have that. Someone, I would even say someone at that emergency room that I was at with my son and my wife, probably did not make it to this day to even afford the opportunity to complain about it. We're going to end on some more thoughts about living this life like you were given a second chance, but we got to make sure we take a little second to acknowledge and thank our sponsors, Vaclia Doubler, turning your voice into MIDI. The Curtis King podcast is proudly sponsored by the Vaclia Doubler. What is the Doubler? Well, I think better than telling you, I should show you. You trying to tell me I can use this microphone to make beats, to make melodies, to make chord progressions. I can use my voice. I'm all in. Pretty cool, right? Check this out. The Vaclia Doubler represents the future of making music. 
The Voclia Doubler is a real-time voice recognition MIDI controller. It offers up a never-before-seen way to translate your musical ideas into reality using the one instrument you've been practicing since birth, your voice. Make more of the music you love without having to worry about how to get your ideas into your DAW. Before the Doubler even sponsored this podcast, I picked it up just because I'm a geek about technology. And I personally picked up the Doubler Studio Kit, which allows you to hum a melody, a synth pattern, or even beatbox one-shots right into FPC if you use FL Studio or whatever DAW that you're using. This also allows you to manipulate effects and filters in a way that only the voice can. To get the Studio Doubler Kit, all you gotta do is access getdoubler.com forward slash Curtis King. And once again, thank you to our sponsors over at Voclia Doubler. We appreciate you powering this podcast. So I want to end this and I don't want to make this as long winded as the, as the beginning of it. But I do feel like this will be um, just as impactful. That idea, that concept of living your life like you were given a second chance, I think explains a lot of the urgency that I operate with in everything that I do. I truly feel like I was given a second chance at life and I didn't take a life ending situation. I feel like I've been given a second chance multiple times, so I guess it wouldn't make it a second chance, but I feel like every time I thought it was going to be the end, every time that I thought it was you know, I was going to be stuck in a situation. And I saw no light at the end of the tunnel. And I stuck around, like I said, for that one podcast episode for one more day. I had a rebirth of some shape or form. But I operate this life and I think sometimes people misconstrue the effort that I put into it as try hard are trying too much. And I think at stages in my life, there was that energy and that necessity to want to impress others. But at this stage of my life, at this stage of my, man, almost 18, 20 year career as a music producer and artist, I am so grateful having the ability to just impress myself. Because for the longest, I always looked at other people to validate what I was doing. But the fact that I have seen so many amazing things and I still have the ability to surprise myself, which means that I'm constantly growing, which means that I'm constantly seeking ways to evolve. Even at this stage of my career where a lot of people just get comfortable. They say, you know what? It's just going to be what it's going to be. Plugins. Oh, man, if I was going to do that, I did that in my 20s. Wait, what? These are the dialogues that I hear sometimes from. Folks who came into this industry at the same age as I did. A lot of folks are like, ah, you know, I'm trying to do, I'm doing the, the nine to five and the, and, the, and the job thing and all of that good stuff and more power to them. I don't know. You, know, you got to live your life. But one thing I knew in my 16, 17, 18 year old, when I started making music 36 now, one thing I knew 
and I don't know why I knew it so well, but one thing that I knew was the taste of regret and the taste of bitterness. Not from my own taste buds, but when projected from the taste buds of other human beings. Older than me. I remember hearing it in the voice of cashiers at jobs that I know they hated. I remember interning at at a at certain jobs, you know, like some some uh, uh, like manual labor type things and hearing the person that was, you know, a, a high ranking manager talk about the things that they wish they could have did in their 10 to 20s. Talk about, oh, you do music. Oh, yeah, I used to kind of fool around with that. And da, da, da. I remember that vividly. And I feel like. You got to do what you got to do at the end of the day, right, to take care of your responsibilities. But I also feel like. You have a responsibility. To live out the best you. In whatever capacity that makes sense. For me. When I say you will not be full of life until you decide to live life to its fullest. That statement is a, has a few different layers to it. The first part of that statement is you will not be full of life until you decide. Like this is. A lifestyle choice to live it to the fullest that not everybody takes advantage of. Not everybody wants to live life to its fullest. Somebody, some folks just want to live life to its safest. Some folks just, you know, want to live life not rocking the boat. And I'm not mad at them. They got to do them. But I always felt like for me personally, a worthwhile life is a life in which you've experienced anything that you were curious about. It's kind of a broad way to say why I do all the things that I do. Right? You know the list. You know all the things that I do. I do many different things. I have many different titles underneath my head. Under producer, under author, under plug-in developer, under sound design company creator, under... I've been a studio producer. I've been an online producer. I've been a beat seller. I've been an instructor for courses online for music producer. I've been a mentor. I have been. (laughs) I I don't sit around thinking about all these things, but I know that I wear a ridiculous amount of hats. And that I have worn hats one or two times and decided, yeah, doesn't really fit me. But at least I tried it on. Before I even thought about doing music, I used to draw. I used to be a really creative, super creative kid. They used to love drawing his favorite X-Men characters. I played sports. All these things kids get into. It's just I never let go of that curiosity. I think at some point as adults, we get very comfortable and then get into this narrow lane of where we how we define ourselves. We we make this story about where we're going to stick to and who we are and who we are to other people. And we just kind of ride that along until something else comes up. And that's something that never really 
I never really resonated with that. I feel like at every stage of your life, there is something to grow at. And I believe that I'll believe that until until I am long and gone. But I will believe that in this period of my life right now. Is the ultimate evidence of it for me. That when you start to view this life as if it is something that you were given the opportunity to live. Once again, you were given a second chance. I think that you will start to appreciate things in a different way. If you were given a diagnosis that said that you only had this amount of time to live, let's say a month. There are so many things that would change for you in terms of the things that you're focused on and the things that you you do not focus on. What I'm saying is don't live as if this is already promised. I'm saying live your life now like that. Would you still keep the same friendships? Would you still kick it around the same people? Would you still listen to the same stuff you're listening to? Would you make the kind of music that you're making? Would you listen to the opinions that you are listening to right now? Would you allow people to disrespect you and say things to you that tinker and harm your mental health. Do you even want to try to let it tinker with your mental health? Or would you just block and continue to live your life and say, God bless? Or would you feel empathy for them? Like whatever you would do, what I'm saying is to do that today. Start living this life as if you were given the second opportunity to actually live it. Especially in times when you have shitty ass days like I had today. (laughs) But it wasn't all bad. I got to say with the release of this plug in, both of these plugins, Mighty Duck and After Maj, which are available at SlapExperts.com. It is absolutely all worth it. Releasing two plugins in a day. I thought I was crazy when I released two music videos in a day. (laughs) I had no idea about the craziness that would ensue into my deep 30s. Had no idea what that would look like. Uh, Yeah, I don't know how know how soon I'll be doing that again. (laughs) But I did it because I was curious. What would it be like to launch a plugin? Versus another plug in underneath the same. Company, almost like how Twix did left Twix, right Twix, right? How would that be? Or how like these labels like Universal was having like Kanye versus 50 Cent and then Universal made money no matter who won that that, that contest. Like, what would that look like if I did that for our plugins? I learned firsthand. So. <laughs> It's 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 definitely been been a a very, um, very lucrative half day as we as we soft launched this this uh, these plugins. But it took a lot of sweat and bullshit to get there. (laughs) But we're here. And uh, all I can think about. Is this moment right now. and. Tomorrow, when we launch on more ideas and we share it with more people and let them know what's going on, 
I'm just grateful to be living this life. I'm grateful to be taking these chances. I am grateful for this second chance on life because I know someone else was not granted that. And although these chances are imaginary and all these, though these chances, you know, for some people are a lot more different for people who had near left, near death experiences. The mentality still stays the same. Appreciate the moment. Appreciate what you have. Don't be so obsessed with trying to capture these things that. And I know it's not all you. I know that there's some people out here who create advertisements that make you feel like your life is not complete. And so you have the things that they put in front of your eyes. I know there's people out here nagging you. I know there's people out here who are making you feel like what you have is not enough. I know that there's probably folks within your inner circle that are making you feel like that, that are making you feel like this thing that you're going after with music is not worth it. I know there's people who are telling you, look, you're not. Come on, fam. Like, Do you think there's a realistic chance that amongst all these people who are pursuing the same thing, you'll find your success? What I'm telling you and, and, and without a hesitation and without a doubt in my mind, yes, there is a success that exists for you. But it's up to you to figure out what that is and how you will walk in your truth. But you will only get to that spot when you walk in your truth. I was not meant to be a placement producer. I was not meant to be a hit making producer. I was not meant to be a platinum plaque collecting producer. I was made to make an impact on those that I have made an impact on. I was made to create things. To be hands on with things. To be on the front line of these experiments in. Be on the front line of the success of them and the failures of them. But it's a sport that I love. It's like getting punched in the face and you just love the taste of the blood. That's how into it you are. That's how I feel about the work that I do now. Yeah, I wear a lot of hats. I don't look at it like that. I know that that's just facts. But I enjoy it. I, it's my perfect little chaos. It is a perfect storm of events that keep me appreciative of life and keep me busy. And not just for the sake of being busy, but keep me in tune with life and appreciative of the things that I am able to think, plan, disrupt, discover distribute and dominate with live your life like you were given a second chance and life will never look the same I promise you that ladies and gentlemen thank you for watching and or listening another episode of the Curtis King podcast I told you it's going to be different it's something about these late, late night hours what is it what time is it it is 11 41 it's about to be midnight I got to go ahead and export this and finish it out but I just want to say thank you for supporting this podcast thank you for sharing with other people hitting a like button and also leaving comments I got to make sure that I jump on this side it's so weird having two YouTubes and balancing it but just know when I see it I'm acknowledging it. I'm absorbing it. 
I'm thinking about it and coming back and trying to be as thoughtful as much with my answers. But like I always say, my friends, in this life, you will not be full of life until you decide to live life to its fullest. Once again, it is Curtis King of CurtisKing.com. Curtis King, a slap experts.com. The Curtis King podcast. Have a good one.